All right, happy Sabbath. Amen. All right, happy Sabbath once again. Happy now, how's everybody doing? You sure? All right, I hope everyone is excited as me, as I am about these things that I'm about to teach, and about the things that we just listened to. Now, one reason we should be excited is because these things let us know where we are in history, and it lets us know that we are in the right place. Amen. It is glorious. It is, it is great assurance to know you're in the right place. Amen? Yeah. Right. Because if you, if you go somewhere and someone, you're looking for someone and someone come and tell you, oh, that's on the other side of town, it, it, you'll feel terrible. Right? Especially knowing that you follow the directions you were given. And you'll feel terrible. And what you have to turn around and do is go on. But praise God that by the directions that we have been given, the Lord has been showing us that we are in the right place. Amen? Look, we need to know these things. We need to want to know these things. Because these things concern these United States. Where do we live? In these United States. So who do they concern? The people of the United States of which we are part. Amen? All right. I'm not going to get through much of these notes today. Because honestly, I don't see the need in rushing anything. Because I believe we need to understand everything that the Lord is showing us concerning this new world order. Everything, right? And Romario went over this morning showing um, the peace of Rome. The peace of Rome is a part of this new world order. Amen? So what Romario went over is also about the new world order. And, and, and he, he explained and showed that the reason why they want this new world order is because they hate truth. They hate what God is about to do. They hate every good way. Right? Kanad um, came up here and he brought out some... The one thing I want us to take from what he brought out is it's designed to show us heaven. Amen. And what is heaven in the human? It is designed to show us that in our minds we want a new world order. It's designed to show us how we are going to form this new world order if we don't obey God's constitution. Amen? It's really about heaven. Keep that in mind. This is about heaven. However, God is using the things on earth to teach us about heaven. Why? Since man fell, what did we lose? The ability to see what's taking place in heaven. Right? So God gave us this whole earth to teach us about heaven. Amen? Alright, because his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And he wants us to enter into his thoughts. Right? Not forcefully. Right? Not looking into things that he didn't reveal. But taking the things that he did reveal to understand how he works so that we can work in unity with him. He's looking for co-laborers. Amen? And this is what we, we're in training. And this is what, this is what he's, he's, he's aspiring to teach us, the things of heaven, so that when the Sunday law come, we can be in unity with heaven and we can go forward with the truth for this time. Amen? All right. So, um, principles. We need principles. Nothing works without rules. Amen? All right, Christ Object Lessons 127, paragraph 4, on the top of the page. It says, in every age, there is a new development of truth, a message of God to the people of that generation. The old truth are sometimes essential. How many old truths is essential? All old truth is essential, which means what the Lord is opening up to us that we think is old is really what? Is really very essential. Right? Amen, Kennard. So, it says, new truth is not what? But an? Praise God. The Lord is helping us to understand the philosophy of history. Right? It is only as the what? All truths are understood that we can comprehend what? 
The only way we're going to understand the new world order Amen. is if we understand what? The old order. Amen? Amen? All right, let's continue. When Christ desired to open to his disciples the truth of his resurrection, he began at? He used the map. Cannot, um, 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 resurrected that, uh, made that uh, mnemonic. M-A-P, the map. Moses and? All the prophets. And it says, and expounded unto them in all the things, uh, in the scripture, in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. And all scripture is given for? Instruction. For instruction, right? Um, but it is the light which shines in the fresh unfolding of truth that what? That glorifies the old. He who rejects or neglects the new does not really possess the old. For him, it destroys him. It loses it's vital power. And what is something that don't have vital power, Asante? What is something that don't have vital power? Huh? Dead, right? Dead. You don't understand the old, you're dead. Right? So any, nobody could come up to the age of 40 without going from 1 to 39. Amen? <laughs> because you're dead. You can't get to the new because you're dead. Amen? The, yeah, dead men don't improve in age, right? It, it can't happen. All right, this is one rule we must keep in mind. New light is not independent of the... This is why we're teaching the way we're teaching. This is why we're teaching what we're teaching, right? And the Lord is the one that is leading us to Moses and all the prophets, right? Continuing on, the next one. This is where he's teaching it to us. The Bible is the most what? It's the oldest book. That's what he's teaching us, right? This is where we get the old. The Bible is the most ancient and most what? Comprehensive. Most comprehensive history that men possess. Now, I'll be honest with you. I want to look up each and every single word I read these days. Right? We just don't have time for it. Maybe go look up the word comprehensive and it'll open something to you. And you'll be like, whew, that's what the Bible wants to do? It makes it more comprehensive. It makes it more comprehensive. Right? Amen. So it says, it came fresh from what? From the fountain of eternal truth, and throughout the ages, a divine hand has preserved its purity. It lights up the what? The far, the far distant past, where human research, research in vain, sorry, seek, yes, where human research in vain seeks to penetrate. In God's word, only do we behold the power that laid the foundations of the earth and stretched out the heaven. Here, only do we find an authentic account of the what? Origin. Of the origin of nations. Here only is given a history of what? Of our, our race. Unsullied by human pride and prejudice. Amen? The Bible is the only place you're going to find it, guys. It's nowhere else. So what should be our only book at this point? If you don't own one book, you should own the scriptures. Amen. Amen? Because it's the only thing that is untainted by man's hands. And can I make up, I was talking, Michelle brought up the point about history, how boring it is. You know why it's boring? Because Satan only chooses the parts that glorifies him. That's why it's boring. It's boring. Napoleon, he conquered a million people. So what? Right? Who cares? Columbus found America. So what? Right? Not that those things don't have its part in history in bringing the world forward, but what, what does that have to do with salvation? And so what does that have to do with the price of salt? Right? What is the meaning of all these things? So you, you know that in 1816, two men fought, and on this stone is where they buried something. Who cares? What does that have to do with anything? Right? That's why history is boring, because of the way it's taught. It means nothing. It leads to nothing. I just, it's just a bunch of facts yeah. that I know. And people could list out these facts from 1925 all the way to tell you what happened on every day, day, time, and hour, and it means nothing. But here you have God's people with authentic history, and they can't tell you Genesis 1-1. Right? This, the, we have to change that. Right? We, need to have, we need to be able to remember... Where Abraham was when um, he was told to sacrifice Isaac, right? He was on Mount Moriah. 
There is history for you. Why was he there? To, to, to demonstrate how Christ was going was to be sacrificed. Amen? Amen? To demonstrate what God was going to do to save his people. Right? To demonstrate how I'm going to receive eternal life when I lay down my life as a sacrifice. That's the history we need. Amen? Amen. We need to know what David did with Bathsheba. Why? So we don't make that same mistake. Right? Let's continue. Amen. So when God is going to ask us to sacrifice our most exalted thought, yep. the most exalted thought is, is what was sacrificed on Mount Moriah. Amen. Because Christ take thy son, thy what? Son whom thou exalted, exaltest. Whom thou lovest. Amen. Alright, continuing on. It says, um, the next quote, the history of the great what? The great I am has marked out in his word, uniting link after link in what? In the prophetic chain. The what? The, the what of the great I am? History. Where do we find that history? In the Bible. And it says he lays it out in prophetic chain. So history is what? Prophecy. prophecy. Right? True history can only be found in prophecy. Amen? All right. It says, from eternity when? In the past to eternity when? You guys don't understand. Why, is it that, why do you think that we're learning what happened in heaven? Because it's eternity past. Right? This is why he's showing us how Lucifer fell. He's showing us how the, how the, the, the worlds came together in council and Christ revealed to them, I'm going to make man. And they says, all that you say we will do. They joined with him in making man. He's showing us all that stuff. Right? And he's only showing it to us to show us how he's going to do it in the future. Amen. But there's one part that connects the past and the future. And that's what? Earth. This earth. Right? So this earth is to teach us about what happened and what is going to happen. Right? So this is why we have, not only do we have to see the things of heaven, but we must see the things of earth. And because we fell, now we have to look at the natural to teach us the the spiritual. Amen? Alright. It says, um, eternity past to eternity in the future tells us where we are today in the procession of ages and what may be expected in the time to come. Next quote. Now, this principle, I want us to keep it in mind because it, 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 um, it corresponds to these definitions that we're looking up. Right? So, it says, the Bible... The what? Which is history, which is prophecy. Amen? I'm taking all these principles and I'm just adding them to the next quote. Right? And, and in that way, we, we get rich knowledge from it. The Bible, the history, the prophecy is not given to us in superhuman language. Jesus, in order to reach man where he is, took what? Humanity. Took humanity. The Bible must be given in the language of? Men. Of men. Everything that is human is what? Imperative. We must believe that. Right? Different meanings are expressed how? By the, same word. By the same word. There is not one word for what? Each distinct, Each idea. distinct idea. Right? I'm not going to get to some of these things today, but when we get to the part where he talks about language, right? To confuse a language is to bring um, ideas together uh, in, a, in a, what's the word they use? Presumptuously, right? Not taking the time to order the words together. That's what confusion is, not taking time to order things, right? So when, 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 when God confounded the language on Eden, at um, Babel, what did he do? They, everything was just haywire, no order. He took away the order. That's why they were confused, right? It's important. It says there is, not, there is not one word for each distinct idea. These ideas are distinct and they must come in their order. That, that, when we are like one language, it means that we are now in order. Everybody understand? I mean, this is really important, right? And I know Kanar said there is no new world order, but at the same time, there is a new world order. 
And it's a group of people who is living the way Christ lived. Right? They've now thrown off that old yoke of Satan and taken up the yoke of Christ. Christ. It, it is a new thing. Right? Because for 6,000 years, the world has not seen it. But at the end of the day, it is an old thing. Because it was there in the Garden of Eden. Why is it new? Because the people have not seen it before. Amen? So, keep this, this quote in mind. No one word can express a distinct idea. Amen. Amen. Because man is also... The, the word was made flesh. Alright? Alright. So, New World Order. Wikipedia. This is what they say. The New World Order is a what? Is a conspiracy theory which hypothesizes a secret emerging totalitarian government. What is a conspiracy theory? Don't look at my notes. Not yet. I just want to see if we have... What, do, what, what idea do we have of what a conspiracy theory is? Take your eyes off my notes. It's a secret plan or plot to go and take down something. That's okay. What it is. Uh, Anyone else? A mingling of truth and error. A mingling of truth and error. Anyone else? Someone's theory of what's happening. Someone's theory of what's happening, right? Yeah. But there's a key word in there: conspiracy. That's important. An evil plan. An evil plan. Huh? It's a theory of what's happening in secret. Okay. All right, I'm not going to say whether anybody's right or wrong. Let's just look at what the definition of a conspiracy theory is. And then let us adjust our minds to the definition. Everybody understand? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So it says, definition of a conspiracy theory. A theory that explains a what? An event or a set of circumstances as the result of a what? A secret plot by usually powerful conspirators. All right. So we were not wrong. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not here to be anybody's wrong. We were right in all that we're saying because there is no one what? One word to, 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 to explain a distinct idea. And that's why everybody here is going to have the, uh, a certain view of the same thing. Everybody's following? All right. It's with us in this room. None of us grew up the same. We're all bringing a certain upbringing to this union. All right. But in coming together, we are all trying to define Christ. Right? And none of us by ourselves can do it. So Christ brought us together. Everyone's following? All right. Also, the second um, one says, A theory asserting that a what? A secret of great importance is what? Kept from the public. Now, those two definitions. That's what I was about to ask. How many of them is wrong? None. Both of them is true. Right? So it's not wrong if you are a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist, if you have the facts. To, yeah. There's something about having the facts, though. Yeah. That's the difference. It must be backed by the Word of God. Must be backed by the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. So let's continue. Totalitarian. Because it says, the first thing says, secret emerging totalitarian government. Totalitarian means... Relating to a system of government that is centralized and dictatorial and what? Requires what? Complete, Complete subservience, subservience to the state. To the state. Yeah. Right? So, I'm not going to write. Conspiracy theory. Keep those things in mind. When we have these definitions in our mind, it helps us to understand what's taking place around us. This is just all Satan. Bro. Yes. Okay. So, under the word, um, let's look up what a conspiracy is, right? Because now we gotta break, we're breaking it down. Conspiracy. A combination of what? For what? So, a conspiracy theory is almost always about an evil purpose, right? All right. An agreement between two or more persons to commit some what? Crime in? Concert, uh, together. To be in concert is to do something simultaneously, together. Um, particularly, combina com a combination to do what? Okay, what was one of the high crimes of a conspiracy? Treason. What is treason? Crime against the nation, right? 
crime against your government. Who's the first treason? Lucifer. Yes. Lucifer, right? So is a conspiracy theory wrong? No. Oh, no. No way, right? Continue on. To uh, excite what? Sedition. Sedition. What did they accuse crime of? Treason and what? Sedition. Sedition, right? Satan is doing his best to hide his crimes, right? And he's going to put it on God's people. Continuing on. Insurrection against what? Did we have an insurrection in our time? Yes. All right. The Lord is trying to help us to understand the conspiracy theory. Right? When we take the events of that insurrection and we line it up with God's word, we can see how Satan is doing his work. What Satan did on, on, on January 6th is pointing forward to what he's going to do at the Sunday law. Right? They was trying to do what? Keep a certain president from going into power. Right? What is the Sunday law designed to do? Because the Bible says, all power is given unto? Christ says, wait here, I'm going to receive what? The kingdom. The kingdom. So what has Satan been doing since October 22nd? Trying to hinder the keeping, uh, to the receiving of that kingdom. Trying to keep him from the presidency. It's not a coincidence. Look up the facts that happened in our election, and that's exactly what Satan is doing. Because why? History is designed to teach us about what? What happened in heaven. Satan had an insurrection in heaven after the election. Right? After Christ was presented as the king, what did he have? And he says that election was false. Right? And he had an insurrection. But praise God, they got kicked out. Conspire. It means to agree by oath, covenant, or otherwise to commit a crime. Number two, top of page two. In law, to agree falsely and maliciously to indict an innocent person of felony. This is what they did to Christ. Amen? So, the true conspiracy theory is the work that Satan is really doing in the background. Right? And only one group of people will have... The, 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 ah, man, Satan is going to attack us so hard. You guys don't understand. You guys don't understand. We have been made privy to a set of information that nobody else has. We are God's CIA. Understand. God is raising us up to be his secret agents in the world. And we want to go about among men disseminating that information wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. Quinton? Okay. All right. It says the common theme in conspiracy theories about a new world order is that a what? Secretive what? Power elite with a globalist agenda is conspiring to eventually rule the world through an authoritarian one world government which will replace nation states. Sovereign nation states. Ah, amen. How true is this statement? It is absolutely true. Amen. It is absolutely true, which is why 1989 becomes ever more so important. All right? So let's go to 1989. George Bush. All right? Now, I did some research. Uh, I did a little digging. It's on the New World Order. And it's something that has been talked about since the early 1900s. Right, so since the early 1900s, there was talk about the New World Order, New World Order. And then for a while, it died. Guess when he was resurrected? George Bush. He is the one that resurrected this New World Order. Why? It's important. Who was resurrected to in 1980? Uh, who, who was typified as being resurrected in 1989? The papacy. The papacy, right? So, the Lord has to also typify then the rise of this New World world order. And a Amen? And a message, right? So, George Bush in, in this speech that he gave, um, I think he's giving it to the military. I'm not, I'm not sure. But I have the link in there if you want to read the whole speech. I just took out a couple excerpts and, and remember the quote. Ellen White says, study the events that are taking place around you and do what? Compare, compare them with the predictions of, we're about to take this thing and we're going to compare it with what 
God says about a new world order. Right? It says, these goals are not ours alone. He's talking about America. They have been endorsed by whom? By the UN Security Council five times in as many weeks. Most countries share a concern for what? What already you see they're doing? It's already hiding his motive in principle. Right? That's what Satan does. Amen? And many have a stake in the what? Stability of the Persian Gulf. So if they have a stake in the stability, what was going on in the Persian Gulf? Instability. So who brought about that? Cannot just went over it. Only Satan brings about instability. And here comes Bush saying what? We need here comes Satan saying we need stability. Right? Then Okay. Now it says this is not as Saddam Hussein would have it. The United States against Iraq Iraq. It's Iraq against what? It's Adventists against the world. Because this, this is not for natural things. This is for God's people. Right? But as we see it, we must know what's coming upon us. We must pray and be prepared for it. Listen to this. A what? A new partnership of nations has begun. Which means they've destroyed something that was already there. Right? And we stand by and we stand today at a unique and extraordinary moment. The what? So what brings about this... Uh, Conspiracy. This conspiracy? Crisis. So 1989 was a? Crisis. Was a crisis. Also 9-11 was a? Crisis. Was a crisis. Also 2014 was a? Crisis. Every, every way mark on our line is a crisis. Right? So this is what Bush is saying. The crisis in the Persian Gulf, as grave as it is, also offers a rare opportunity to move forward to move towards an historic period of cooperation. Now, I'm moving slow on purpose. Rashad, let me know when, when it's at all. Because I'm not going to go through this fast and we don't understand what's taking place. Right? Even if we get to a, two pages and a half, it is what it is. I want us to understand this. And by God's grace, if I get an opportunity to, if the Lord doesn't open up something else, next week, I'll pick this right back up. Amen? All right. So it says, out of these what times? Um, in, in Daniel 12, right? What does he say? And at that time, there shall be what? The time, of time of trouble, such as? So, what is 1989 designed to teach us? About the time of trouble that never was, right? So, trouble, she, um, sister, I have the other one. She said, At that time, trouble is coming upon the earth. And she says, Not the, the time period when the seven last plagues will be falling. But a time period before the plagues, she says, when we received the latter rain and went to proclaim the Sabbath more fully. fully. Right? So, 1989 is designed to teach us about the Sunday law, which is designed to teach us about the seven, the, 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 the close of probation. Amen? Amen? All right. So, Bush is recognizing that there's trouble. And he says, oh, look, look, when we read this, it's straight out of the Bible. And I want us to see this. His language is not anything that these men could make this up if they were told. Those words were put there by someone. Right? And Satan can only use what God has created to effect his um, order. So God uses trouble. So what is Satan going to take? Trouble. And this is what's happening here. It says, out of these trouble times, our fifth objective, a what? A new world order can emerge. A new era, freer from the threat of terror, stronger in the pursuit of justice, and more, se more what? More secure in our quest for what? By peace he shall destroy what? Satan is destroying America and they didn't see it. Since 1989, he's been destroying these United States. When Bush began to call for peace, he didn't see he was calling for destruction. Yeah. Go ahead, Michelle. So, so this is since 1989, um, Bush was trying to build the Constitution. Yes. Well, it's not Bush. Well, what is this thing designed to teach us? What is the primary view? It's not Bush. Bush, Obama, Clinton, Biden, Trump, 
any president, it's just one president. It's Satan. It's all designed to teach us the work of Satan. So when we read it, see it in that light and it makes better sense to you. It's not finished, Michelle. We're still in that time. They pick that up. They continue that very work. Even though you don't see it on the surface, they continue that very work. Yep. Civil Sunday law. What are they going to make at the Civil Sunday law? Demonstrating what? That they've changed. Right? The only thing that's left now is for the church to come and enforce that thing. Right? So, let us continue. It says, an era in which na the nations of the world, what? East, West, North, and South, south can what? Prosper. prosper and live where? Live in harmony. That, is this not from the Bible? Yep. This is not where Romario went over this morning? The peace of Rome? Yep. Yep. The peace of Rome. This is what America is looking for. The peace of Rome. Amen. Amen. Now we know, um, um, now when we get to Daniel 1140 and 41, now you understand better when the Bible says, and he shall enter into the glorious land. He doesn't have to come here physically. Look at that language. Look at that language. And he's going to get worse with time. And at the Sunday law, they're going to say, worship the beast. Now you know he's fully entered the glorious land. Go ahead, Michelle. What's the difference between Satan's kingdom and Christ's kingdom? It's, it's, a, it's simple. Don't think, don't think too hard. It's truth and error. Both has a one world government. Right? But one brings death and the other brings life. That, yeah, it's, a subtle, it's just a subtle difference, right? The Bible says the serpent was more... No, when they shall say peace is what? Sudden destruction. There's no peace there. And, and now I understand why Ellen White could say there is a seeming time of peace. There's really no peace there. Right? God's true people will understand that. Right? For God's people, it's always peace. God's people don't have war, then peace, then war. God's people have peace all the way to the end. We don't deal with that. Right? As Kana was saying, America was supposed to be that little heaven. But who did they allow to enter? They allowed the man of sin to enter. And once that happens, America is on its way to Rome. All road leads to Rome. It's a true saying. Amen? All right. Let us continue. Um, let us look at Daniel. Daniel chapter 2. Oh, yes. I remember why I have that day. All right. Daniel chapter 2. It says, And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beast of the field, and the fowls of the heaven, he had given them into thy hand, and had made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold. And the reason why I went there is because Bush is calling for what? Peace, prosperity, security, abundance, and quietness. Right? But this image, what does he teach? No, he teaches that could never happen. Let me, let me, let's go down. It says, um, verse 39 says, And another kingdom... Right? And another third kingdom, and he shall rule over all. I'm just highlighting that Babylon rule over all. The second and the third kingdom rules over all. Those are one world governments. Amen? Amen. Alright. Go down to the verse 40. It says, And the fourth kingdom subdueth how many things? All things. All things right? Not that the fourth kingdom is a one world government. Amen? Amen. But look at this, this characteristic of the fourth kingdom. It says, 
And whereas thou sawest the feet and what? How many toes? Which represents what? The ten kingdoms which represent the one world government. Everybody's following? Because the Bible says they shall give their power to the, to the beast and reign with him for one hour. All right? So this is that right here. Everybody's following? It says, feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of the kingdom shall be what? This is the United States. This is why Ellen White could say we are now in the feet of the image. Because the kingdom that they want to bring together is not Europe. It's not Europe. It's this world. This is what this is showing us. America, Bush is saying it in 1989. We're bringing this world, we're bringing the ten toes together. We're, we're uniting this clay and this iron. This is what he was saying. But the Bible says, no way. This is what the Bible says, no way. They're going to be mad when we teach like that. Because we're going to go up to them and look at them and say, that will never happen. What you've... It's right here in the Bible. It says the kingdom shall be divided, but there shall be in it what? The strength of? The strength of Rome, right? For as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay, and as the toes and the feet were part iron and of part clay, so the kingdom shall be what? They shall reign together for one hour. Partly strong and partly? Partly broken. It will never happen that one world government. This is what the man praise God for prophecy, true history, the origin of nations, and all those is in the scriptures. Amen. And praise God for what he's teaching us. My, my only fear is that, Lord, I don't fall away. I don't fall away from these things. Because honestly, I'm going to join this one world government if I was to fall away. And man, that's terrible. That is terrible. Amen. All right, Michelle. But they shall fall. That's nice. Amen. Yes, that's nice. They established and they established Daniel two, Daniel eight, Daniel seven, and eleven. In fact, Daniel nine, because it says he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. It's Daniel nine. You have them in Daniel eleven and Daniel twelve, right? Yes. Four. Yes, four, five. Belshazzar. Um, six. What's his name? Um, the, um, Darius I mean Rome really establishes the vision think about it Rome for instance Nebuchadnezzar how did, how, did, how did Babylon get to Egypt Hezekiah opened up what what did America do to Rome so Daniel 1 fulfilled by Rome established that vision Daniel 2 is about the image they established that vision Daniel 3 Sorry, Daniel 2. Yes, Daniel 3 is about the, the, um, the image. They established that vision. Daniel 4, the Lord is going to punish them so that they may know that the Most High ruler in the kingdom. Rome establishes the vision. That's a nice thought, Michelle. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Next, next paragraph. This is all from Bush's speech. It says a hundred what? How Come to a hundred generations. What year does that get you to? Far back, right? Far back. So Bush is saying, e for a long time, man has been trying to bring this one world government. This is what he's, this is what he's saying, right? For a hundred generations, a hundred generations have searched for this what? Elusive path to peace. Go ahead. In, in the Bible, a generation, yeah, it's 40 years. Mm -hmm. Go back by, like, if you do a hundred of those, 400 years. That leads you back to 1798. That's how long they enslaved black people. Yeah, that too. But, yeah. But it's saying here that men, men, exactly, yeah. trying to find this path, path of peace. Ah, oh, that's nice. Out. Praise God. So, 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 Amen. Yeah, all he's really saying is that since Satan was cast out, exactly. he's been trying to find a way back into yeah. heaven. So this is what mm. I'm here, here for now. Bro, exactly I'm the, they, they, yeah. they, they, you must understand figures Amen. to be yeah. able to understand how these men speak, right? Because they're speaking the words of their father, yep. Yep. right? So, and he says he was a liar from the beginning, amen? So all this talk about peace is what? Lies, right? So let's continue. It says, 
while a thought, I'm going to start over, a hundred generations have searched for this elusive path of, to peace, while a thousand what? How did, how, did they, how did they try to come to that peace? That is just so stupid. Right? So every war on this planet is these elite men trying to find peace. How silly is that? Right? It says a thousand wars rage across the span of human endeavor. And today, that new world is what? Struggling to be born. Birth pangs. Right? Go to... Go to, go to um, at the same time this new world is trying to be born, there's a woman also paying to be delivered. Right? At the same time, she's having birth pangs. Amen? You with me, Lizzie? Praise God. It says, a world quite different from the one we've known. A world where what? The rule of law supplants... What's wrong with that? Nothing. But when the spirit behind it is wrong, it is wrong. Right? It says, amen, a world in which nations recognize the shared responsibility for freedom and justice. justice, a world where the strong respects the rights of the weak. What is he talking about here? What document shows us that the, the rights of the weak is protected? Why does he need a new world? He already have that world in the Constitution. A world where rule of law supplants what? Rule of the jungle. A world where nation recognizes responsibility for freedom and America was supposed to export the Constitution. Instead, they turned the Constitution down, took up what Rome is offering, and says, I'm going to give that to the world. Right? No, when Reagan spoke, I mean, he was clear against God's law. All, he's just going against. It's terrible when we invite Satan into our homes. Right? And subtly, very subtly, he's uprooting things. And most often we see it when it's too late. All right? Let's continue. Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's, what, that's the world they're looking for. Yeah, that's what he just said. It, no, the like, all the things that are already there, so why is he trying to bring it? I mean, it's there. Praise God. Praise God. He didn't need it, right? Because it's already there. Yeah, Amen. Know. Satan, did he need to be exalted? He is already exalted. What more did he... The only thing he could want after the Constitution is God's position. That's what he's teaching you. The only thing you could... Yes, America was that covering cherub. America was supposed to take the light given to it and share with all the other worlds, all the other angels in this planet and protect it. But instead, like Lucifer, they desire a place higher than the one they had. Amen? All right, continuing on. It says, we are now in sight. So Bush is seeing something, right? And if, we're, if he's seeing it, who should have been seeing it? God's people should have been right there seeing that Christ's kingdom was close too. Because if Bush seen that, God, we know because Christ says it shall be partly strong and partly, it will never blend. They will never have it because Christ is going to, the stone comes and do what? Crushes that kingdom that they try to bring together, right? So Adventists should have been right there with the message saying, no way. But praise God, if we're, by, if we're faithful, we're going to be right there with the message saying, no way. All right. It says, we are now in sight of a United Nations that perform as envisioned by its founders, by Satan. We owe much to the outstanding leadership of Secretary General Javier Perez de, Cell de Cuella. Cuella, Cuella, Spanish. The United Nations is backing up its words with what? Action. action. Now listen to these actions and compare them with your day. I'm not going to say it. Just listen. The Security Council imposed mandatory economic sanctions on Iraq. Mm -hmm. Listen. Designed to do what? Force. To force Iraq to relinquish the spoils of its illegal conquest. 
the Security Council has also taken decisive steps in what? Oh, Authorizing right. the use of all means necessary to ensure compliance with these sanctions. Satan, that man, um, General Javier de Perez, he's representing Satan. He's the head of the council. And he's authorizing America and the world to use any and all means to do what? Overthrow God's people. Iraq represents God's people. Right here. Right? Iraq went into Kuwait. Right? God's people is going to go into other people's churches and do what? Conquer them. Convert them. And they're going to turn around and they're going to be like, oh no, we need to sanction these people. And we need to use every means under this planet to get rid of the people up to and including death. Amen. Go ahead. Uh, I had you. Okay. No, I'm just saying. Like, I was just thinking like then because we see this um, right now. Right, right this, now. This is um, the, the war. The war. Ukraine. Yeah. Yep. Amen. With Ukraine right now. So based upon this, the old life, you can see what's happening now. Yes. This is a fight against the Constitution. Because back then it was about Amen. the Constitution, so obviously now they're taking the same means, the same measures, so obviously now it's about the same They're flexing their muscles. Exactly. They're flexing, the, Biden and the world is flexing their muscles. Yeah. They're showing people that this new world order is about to come. come. Right. Right? And, and it's nice because this is, this is, this is shown in, in the time of Greece. Yes. And Greece is just showing this, the, yeah. the, the universe, world, yes. world Amen. government. Praise God. The coronavirus was used to educate men to follow the science. Yeah. Right? What science? Well, science? But the science can't detect a man from a woman. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. It says, together with our friends and allies, ships of the United States Navy. What? Ships. Ships, yeah. guys. Yeah. Ships. I mean, this whole speech comes from the scriptures. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to say it. This whole speech is Ooh. biblical. These men don't she has the quote where she says, each, each one comes on the stage and they do what they do without knowing, yeah. without knowing that they're fulfilling God's will. Yep. Right? They, so continue on. It says, now there's an interesting fact that um, one of the reasons why Bush and Reagan is similar are not different. You know, Bush invented the CIA, Bush senior, like senior before senior, his father. He was the one who formed the CIA. Yep. They understand the Bush family; they really have a part to play in in bringing the papacy into America. He in, and Senior invented the CIA. Well, Senior, Senior, right? That was grandfather. Then Senior Bush, president, he was head of the CIA before becoming vice president under Reagan, before becoming president of these United States. Senior Senior is the father of George H. Bush. Right, but his father, that's Senior Senior. Two seniors. He, that one is the one that, that, that they, they founded the CIA. But he wasn't part of president? No, no, he wasn't president, but he founded the CIA. Right? In fact, he had business with Hitler. It's, it's, it's all... It's really, it's really a group of elite men. And this is what we must, it's really a group of elite men. Rich men. Right? And all they're trying to do is protect their riches, by the way. That's what you, that's what you want. It's all about money. They're all trying to, Satan, it's about his beauty. It's about what he had in heaven. What did he have in heaven? All the light. Right? And he's trying to find a way back to that. So now he comes to earth and tells men, these Christians are going to take away your light. They're going to take away your money. And so what are they fighting to protect? And they think by making a, a one-world government, they can insulate themselves as rulers of these government so no one can touch them. But guess what? They may know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men. Only for an hour. Praise God. Yes. So. Security. Yes. And then right there, yep. pieces this um, security, which is which shall be used against as amendments as well. Yes. I want us to understand every president of the United States was handpicked by God. From the first to the one we have now, they were handpicked by God. 
continuing on. It says, together with our friends and allies, ships of the United States Navy are patrolling the Middle East waters, and they've already intercepted more than 700 ships to enforce sanctions. So what are they cutting off from Iraq? Their money. Yeah. Right? So they're going to try to inter... inter the Adventist Church tried it in, in type. When we started teaching the truth in the Adventist Church, what did they do? They sanctioned us. And then they tried to intercept the light that we were giving people, even in our homes. They tried to, don't go there. Don't do and then eventually, they cast us out. It, it's played on every level. Amen? It says, Three regional leaders I spoke to yesterday told me that these sanctions are what? Working. Iraq is feeling the what? Seven times hotter. Right? This is what they're going to do. Nebuchadnezzar, when he turned up the heat, he was sanctioning the Hebrew boys. Yeah. All right? And he, they said, O king, we'll be careful not to answer thee in this matter. Because God, is, because God says our bread and water is sure. sanction all you want. We're going to eat. Yeah. Amen? All right. We continue to hope that Iraq's leaders will recalculate just what their aggression has cost them, our spiritual violence is going to cost us something, right? This is what aggression is. Our spiritual violence, they're going to try to, they're going to, try to make us recalculate our, uh, what we're reaping by our spiritual violence. But praise God, with God it's only peace, right? We don't have to worry about war, peace, war. Peace from the beginning to the end. Amen? Let's continue. They are what? Cut off from the... World, so why did so why did what did the the Muslims hit? The world trade yeah, you want to cut men off from world trade? I'm gonna take away your world trade. And it's nice because this is what the Ten Kingdoms said in Psalms 83. So we're yes. seeing how they gonna cut us off. Yep. And in Psalms 83 it says, "Come, let us cut them off." Yep. So by reading this, you're getting a picture of this is how they're gonna. Amen. Cut us off. Amen. So it says they are cut off from world trade, unable to what? Here's Revelation 13, right? Unable to buy and sell their oil. Think about it. Could you make this up? What is the oil? The Holy Spirit. They will try to keep us from being able to buy and sell the oil. Right? And it says, and only a tiny fraction of goods get through. But well, that's what they think. Right? Because God is going to be giving his people an abundance of truth in that time. Amen? All right. Um, Sasha, I see you, okay? Under the next heading, Conspiracy, Confederacy, I have Acts 23 there just to demonstrate a confederacy in the Bible. And here you had 40 men who came together to, to kill Paul. And they said, we're not eat or drink until Paul is dead, right? So these men, they, this is just an example of, but God had a spy, Amen. And that person went, and that Paul was protected. So we need not fear that conspiracy. Amen? Because God has a spy. It's called the Bible. And it will tell us what they're doing. Amen? All right. So we're going to make this last point, this last point, these few quotes. It says, though hidden from what? Sight. He, Satan, is working with all diligence to do what? Control the minds of the worshippers. Like a skillful general, he lay his plans beforehand. 1989 is that plan before the Sunday law. Everybody understand? Yeah. We still here? Yeah. These things are interesting. I hope we find it interesting. Because this is where you live. Everything that it happens to you. right? When the virus hit, you were affected. When 9-11 hit, you were affected. In 1989, even though you didn't know, you were affected, right? 96, you were affected. And in fact, the reason why we're here is because we all were affected, right? So please, these things are important. Pay attention to them, learn them, learn to teach them. Um, for mothers, learn to teach them to your children, all right? If that's the only person you reach, reach them, Okay? The men has a broader, broader sphere. They get to go out and they get to deal with the world. But for mothers, those things need to be taught. The children need to understand the Constitution. They need to understand the Declaration of Independence. Okay? Whatever their age is, 
Make it age appropriate and teach it to them. Amen. Even if it's by example, if that's all you have, live it out before them. Amen. Honor your husband because that's the constitution. All right. Do your duty because that's the constitution. Honor God because that's your con- that's the constitution. So if you can't speak to them yet, live it out. Amen. All right. Next one. Disguised as an angel of light, he spreads his net, net where least so, and the place that is most least suspected is in these United States. Right? No one expects the papacy to have any kind of hole in this country. All right? And the la- let's read this last quote. And we're, we're, well, last two quotes. So, page six. None are in greater danger from the influence of evil what? The spirit of Rome. Than those who, notwithstanding the direct and ample testimony of true history, right, which is the scriptures, deny the existence of an elite group who is trying to take over the world. Denying that the papacy is going to rule the world. Bring all of them together. Denying that the United States is going to bring a Sunday law. This is what this is teaching, right? Denying the existence of, and agency of the devil and his dragon beast false prophet. Denying those agencies. This is what? Because the dragon is the ten kings. Amen? The, the beast, the papacy, the false prophet whom? Uh, man is denying the agencies. Oh no, America can't do that. Oh no, look at the Pope. He's so nice. He ain't doing that. You, you mean men going to come together and enter where? America? In part... This is what Satan has hid these things. That's why I highlighted the word hidden and disguised. This is how he's coming. Amen? And then it says, So long as we are ignorant of their wiles, they have almost inconceivable advantage. Many give heed to their suggestions while they, oppose, while they suppose themselves to be following the dictates of their own. So much people think they understand conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah, number six over there. You know what that means? That means such and such celebrity have to sacrifice their blood. Who cares? They think they know. Oh, this celebrity died? Oh, yeah, he was a sacrifice for for the Illuminati. Oh, yeah, you see that that, that, that show they had the other day? And she was wearing this black and white thing. Yeah, that's a mason. Everybody thinks they know. But you don't know until the Lord tells you. You don't know until the Bible makes it plain. Right? All that looking at it, all that other stuff, get rid of it. You, all that conspiracy theory in relation to Illuminati and all that stuff, get rid of it if the Bible does not support it. Right? And this is why Kunar made the point earlier. Walter White, false. Stephen Bohr, false. Save, save to serve, false. Why? It's not grounded in the scriptures. They don't have the scriptures to back up all that stuff. In fact, you watch Walter White and all, I have a whole video telling you he read the Mason book. You can't find truth in there. How am I going to prove yeah. that you read that? It's impossible to find truth in there. Right? Not that it's not mingled with a little truth. Right? But you're going to come out a Mason. Because by beholding, you become changed. Amen? Michelle, I see, I see your hand. I want to finish this. I'm short on time. It says, This is why, as we approach the close of time, as we approach the Sunday law, as we approach the close of probation, when Satan is to work with what? Greatest power to deceive and destroy, he spreads everywhere to believe that what? The whole point of all these conspiracy theories is so people think Satan doesn't exist. When in fact, those things teach that he does exist. Yeah. It's a magic trick, right? Making you watch this hand while the other hand is working. It is whose policy? His policy to do what? Conceal himself and his manner of working. Yes. Little by little, at first by stealth, and then more openly, we are told. I pray that we do understand these things. It's important that we understand that we are we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers. What is a ruler? 
Kings, rulers, and governors have taken on the brand of Antichrist and is represented as the dragon. Rulers of, of, of the darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. Michelle, you were saying? Yes. But then you see Satan, Satan is, is the one taking him down. So my question was, do they... When you say God put him on the throne. He put him, because, because, they, because they don't know what to do. Like, the, okay. the president, you know, they were, they were, they said they were handpicked. And they had to do yes, that's true. Handpicked. All right. Uh, let me, hold on. Before you go on, let me explain something real quick that I've learned this week. Now, when Nebuchadnezzar became king, who made him king? His father. Right? The Bible says the powers that be are what? Ordained by God. It's true that God does allow these men to come on the throne. But there is an aspect where some of them come there by their own accord. And this is, this, this is something we must differentiate. So there is the overarching, yes, God is in control. God, but Caiaphas, did God put Caiaphas in office? Or did Caiaphas buy his way into office? He bought his way into office. The Lord allowed it. Because Caiaphas was going to serve God's purpose, right? Yes, yes. I'm just saying it's the way. Kerry? Yeah, he ran against John Kerry, right? Yeah, in 04. In 04. What other one? Gore, Gore. It's Gore. Yeah, he ran against Kerry and Gore. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Bush. Yeah, God overruled events so that Bush could be in the, in the presidency. Mm hmm. Yeah, because you're looking at the men. Well, right now you're looking at the men. Well, not well. This just came to me as I'm thinking about originally what I was thinking of. You know, what I'm seeing is that Satan is is the, is, is okay. Do they really do they recognize? No. They don't recognize that Satan. Many of them no. Do they get an opportunity to recognize? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right? Because Elmer says that she says they come on the scene and they act their part without understanding prophecy, without knowing that they're actually acting their part. Yes. Amen. Yes. Nope. Amen. Yep. And he's permitting, and he's allowing, and then he also does, too, as I say. There's a time when he puts a king there, yep. and there's a time when he allows when he a permits, to put yes. a, a, a ruler there. But it's still his plan. It's still his plan, because the Bible says, the powers that be are ordained by. And when you, when you disobey these men, who are you really disobeying? God. God. And, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm going to just throw that here, that what God ordained is government. Amen. Not the men in government. Everybody follow? There is every, every individual is created with a conscience. The conscience teaches you how, uh, uh, it, it gives you this innate, um, this inherent principle of I need to be governed. Every man is born with that I need to be governed. You know why? Babies, the first thing they do is reach out for their mother's breast. They understand that they need something outside of themselves. Right? And so, God created government. And man has the choice to fall on the good side of the government or on the wrong side of the government. But God uses them both. It doesn't matter. Because government is His. So if you choose the bad, you're going to fulfill His will. Because government is His. And if you choose the good, 
you're going to fulfill his, his, his will because government is his. So that's why I was saying, if you say God put him on the throne, we have to be very sure of that. Because sometimes these men do find themselves there by their own way. But God permits them to go there. You, you follow? Everybody's following? All right. So it's no coincidence that the Lord is teaching us constitution, government, freedom, liberty, all this stuff. You know why? Because our liberty is about to be threatened. Right? And we must understand. Well, yes, that's true. It's about to come. We still have a relative freedom. Yes, it's coming. The point is it's coming because the thing that the Lord revealed unto Pharaoh, because why? It's about to shortly come to pass. The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him because it is about to shortly come to pass. All these revelations that we're receiving is because our liberty is about to be attacked harder than we've ever seen it before. And the Lord is showing us some things of what's taking place behind the scenes, not only in our government, but in the government of heaven. And as we understand what's happening in earth, we know the moves that have been made in heaven. And so we can walk with God, right? As opposed to walking in the sparks of our own kindling here on earth. Shall we close with a word of prayer? Merciful Father, Lord, we thank you for this blessed Sabbath day and for the time we are able to spend in talking um, about the truth. Father, we thank you for what you're opening up to us, helping us to see eternity past and eternity uh, future by what we are actually living here. Lord, using the things seen to show us the things that are unseen. We pray that you'll give us all a strong interest, Lord, in these things, that we can all come back here next Sabbath or even during the week, Lord, excited about what we've learned, excited about understanding the history of this nation, the history of this world, the history of the Israelites. For, Lord, your word says there is no new thing under the sun. And so as we learn these things, Lord, we, we, we can know what to expect. We can understand what is taking place about us. And we can live, Lord, uh, in, in relative peace, Lord, in, in, our, in our hearts. Because we understand that as the things take place around us, heaven is also moving on our behalf. Please forgive us, Lord, for our failures in these things. And please, Lord, help us to, to, to run to the throne of grace, uh, to seek um, wisdom from on high. Bless us as we go through the rest of this Sabbath day. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.